That's right. Yes, your host, SciTech for the SciTech Show. Now back on Crystal Dawn Radio. Welcome to the broadcast. A little technical difficulties there, folks. We apologize for the low level of quality for the broadcast, but I can assure you from this point on, we'll be bringing it to you live and in full fidelity. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. Tonight's great Super Bowl game. How about that? England pulled it out of their third point of contact there at the last second. Kind of wondered if the uh, field goal kicker is going to repeat his earlier two performances in the game, and uh, it seems like he's able to pull it out. But yeah, looks like we got something going there for it. So the Patriots pull the win out. Unfortunately for the Carolina Panthers, they uh, they put a good game in. i got to tell you, that's one of the best games I've seen in a long time. I'm not usually a big fan of the Super Bowl games, but uh, that was something for sure to watch. So we're about one, two minutes past the hour here. We're going to fire it up real quick and hit the show started the right way. We'll be back in about 53 seconds. Not for the mentally inept. It's the SciTech Show. With your host, me. Time to sit back, crack one open, and enjoy the show. Relax. It's just a talk show. What harm could come of it? Remember, you can be on the show, too, by downloading the Skype program and contacting me, SciTech. The SciTech Show is a syndicated pirate radio broadcast. As such, no portion may be rebroadcast with a prior percent of the other. Welcome to the SciTech Show. And we are live. Check this stuff out. As I mentioned before, the uh, New England Patriots seem to pull a victory out of their third point of contact the last seconds of the game with the field goal kicker. Decided he wanted to win it and make the third one. Third time's a charm, right guys? But hey, Carolina Panthers put on a great fight pulling to the very, very bitter last six seconds of the game. Yeah. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Uh, so if you guys are uh, if you guys have a little bit of connection problems, then we get things worked out here pretty quick. This is the SciTech Show. I'm uh, only going to be on here for a, for a short period of time, and uh, we're going to be handing it back over to Rocker. He uh, he preemptively hopped on the uh, server there for a second. I know he's really looking to do his show, looking really looking forward to it, and uh, we want to let him get back on here. So we're going back in here about 15 minutes, maybe. Uh, depends on how uh, excited I am about that. But yeah, this is my show, basically. What we're going to do is you guys can call me on Skype. Uh, if you guys never heard of Skype, go to Skype.com. It's S-K-Y-P-E. Download it. Create yourself a little name. And uh, you can give me a call. My username on Skype is, as many people may have guessed already, SciTech. Give me a call. I will be there, and uh, I'll take your calls. We can talk about the Super Bowl. Basically, I know what people want to talk about. I think Infinite wanted to give the call, uh, give the show a call earlier. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and let him call. You know, he's a big he's a big New England fan, and uh he kind of set himself up there for uh, for success. So, uh, yeah, how about that Survivor, the All-Star Series of Survivor? How about last chance for these losers to get on TV? That's what I want to call it. <laughs> Tell me what you think about it. <laughs> this, is, this is wild. <laughs> As Minerva so uh, eloquently put it in the channel, Richard Hatch is naked again. I know you ladies are out there are looking forward to that, so... Uh, We'll go ahead and put that on there. Hey, uh, 
also, uh, so there are fellow DJs out there in Crystal Dawn Radio, don't be afraid to private message me. I'm uh, real excited about making you a promo. I can get a promo done for you. Hopefully, sometime within the next few days, get things going. I'm still trying to put things together here, but uh, we'll get things worked out, that's for sure. And uh, you guys may have heard earlier a couple of promotions done for Minerva and Infinite Dark, and I want to just let you know... Uh, Oh, hang on a second. We got a, we got a caller. SciTech show, what's up? Hello, Bob Wenko. Yeah, you there? You a promo? Howdy. Hey, I'm gonna have to ask you to shut Wayne up off right now. Hello. Yeah. How's it going? You have a private message. Hello. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? I've been put on hold. You have not been put on hold, you fool. Listen to me. Listen to the words I say. Can you hear me? Hello. How about you? Hello. I think you turned your computer off. I'm hanging up. Yeah. Tell you what. What do you guys need to call back? Because, uh, oh, hey, we got a call here. Let me, uh, hang on. Everybody's favorite there? Yes, yes. And Infinite is not answering his phone. That's fine. He can give me a call as soon as he has a chance. Oh! SciTech Show, hello. Hello. Alrighty. Yeah, I'm not. Bob Winko. Uh, you're going to need to fix your stuff. Last chance. Hello. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, better than before. Before, I could not hear you whatsoever. Huh. I Because I was Thank talking like choice. a madman. <laughs> Can you hear me now? And you're gone again. I, I, have, I have no idea. You need to fix your stuff, man. All right. Oh. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what was going on over there, man? What <laughs> well, with Bob Wanko or with you? No, with me. I called you and you didn't pick up. Bob Wanko. Bob Wanko was on the line. I was trying to talk to him. He uh, he kept saying he was on hold, and I was like practically screaming at him. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> these kids call the, these kids call the show. They're a bunch of punks. Yeah, I know what you mean. You gotta you gotta learn how to use the uh, band button, because you know me. They get on the air and uh, they annoy me. Kick them right off. I think it was a telemarketer. I think he was trying to sell me something after the Super Bowl. <laughs> sell me some Super Bowl tickets. Maybe, maybe. Oh, what about that Super Bowl, huh? That was fantastic. That was fantastic. I'm not going to say we there unless you're considering you and New England Patriots. I'm not a fan of any football team. I, I just, I really don't want to say I'm a fan of any football team. But I got to tell you, yelling going outside my window. Do you hear it? And the fireworks. That's fantastic. I, I got to yeah. say, listen to this. Can you hear it? It's like yelling and screaming and partying and people drinking in the street. It's kick-ass. Infinite Dark is hearing things. Alrighty. <laughs> I couldn't hear it, man, but... <laughs> oh, it was great, man. That... It was a great game. You gotta admit, man, we have the best defense in the world. That, I tell you, that was, a, that was a fantastic game. Like I said earlier in the air, I, uh, I haven't seen a good Super Bowl game like that in a long time. That makes me look forward to watching next year because I wasn't expecting anything exciting. And uh, I was impressed. I was impressed. I'm always impressed by the Patriots. I mean, sixteen. I mean, fifteen in a row. I mean, how more impressed can you be? But 
really think about it this way if, if we struggle to win everyone saw that we struggled to win we came down to the last second yeah but if we got we had a new quarterback in there and a new kicker it, we would just yeah. be unstoppable uh-huh. like nobody uh-huh. could, nobody could take us on uh-huh. yeah and I, by the tell you, you guys got a little run for your money there at the last second by the Carolina Panthers it was coming close yeah we did but I also I also uh, you know saw uh, that there was a lot of uh, bad uh, calls uh, uh, going uh, uh, on I mean, th- those refs were, were, were calling yeah. like, illegal hands and uh, yeah. <laughs> necessary roughness. Like, you're, this is football. Here. This isn't like uh, you gotta have you gotta have hey. some semblance of order of the game. Though you can't just you can't just go willy nilly and start. I mean, people, those linemen try to get with crap all the time. Yeah, but they got they got some of these rules in these games now. Like, blah, you can't blah, blah, tackle blah, blah, the uh, the quarterback full uh, on. Yeah, like in high school, you please you you can take the quarterback out like you would take anybody out. I mean, this game is getting too pansy. It, it is a little, it is a little pansy. Like I gotta tell you, that's that's somewhat sissyish. Yeah, we I mean, didn't ha- we didn't have that back when I up, back when I played football. We we played a hundred yards uphill both ways in the snow. That's just the way things work. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, because you're so old. Yeah, and, well, like, from he, dinosaur times. Right, and I, I'm about ready to cash in the Social Security check here. You know, it's uh, it's getting close. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can we can tell by your voice, I think. You're such an old man. Oh, practically, practically dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, come it, on. it was an excellent game. I got to. And, and, and sorry about the uh, the technical difficulties there. When, when you said you guys said to get ready to rock and roll, I was rocking. It wasn't rolling. <laughs> what was going on? And so at the very last second, I completely. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe my encoder, maybe my encoder settings are goofed somehow. So I recreated a whole new encoder setting, and I missed the mono thing. So I apologize. At the last second, I tried to create a new one. I finally connected. And I was like, oh, stereo. My bad. So. Yeah, I mean that whole thing with our rocker connecting and all that. I have to apologize to the listeners and. Well, oh, he was a little potential listeners that we lost too because we had at least thirty or forty people coming in just straight from Shoutcast, the public. Uh, just the public directory just joining us because we were broadcasting the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it was up there like at least 30 just from Shoutcast, and now it's like down to, I think, our normal listener level. What, what is that right now? Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked. but For, I'm pretty 40, sure Well, 48 from the bot. I don't know what the actual, I know because the bot yeah, sometimes. It's 40, it, whatever the bot says is what it is. Oh, okay. We were up to like 82 during the Super Bowl. That's the peak that I just checked on the site. It's like 82, and then it was 63 when I got off the air. And then, and then Rocker took over, and then it crashed, and then all the bad stuff happened. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think give him credit; he was all excited. Now, I think he kind of missed our little handoff there, but uh, hey, in time he'll get things back up and running. But yeah, great game, nonetheless. Great game. I, I was I was sitting there biting my nails. I was all set. It was great. <laughs> and that's you, and you don't you don't even have a, a not even I don't even have a, a team favorite. I was just there watching. I'm like, this is great. This is some real uh, this is some real good football right here. A really good football. I have to admit, it was an exciting game. It was really exciting, more exciting than I would have liked actually, because I would have preferred that you know we scored at least once during the first quarter. Yeah, so we're used to scoring at least twice. And I, I wish Benetieri would have done something, too, with those field goals. I mean, this guy misses everything left and right. But you know what they always say about this guy? He gets it done when it needs to get done. And you can't argue that. You know, you can't get rid of the guy because he, they win with him. So what are they going to do? You don't, you know, change what's not broken. Right. And, and you got to give the guy credit. He missed He missed one. The second one got blocked. There's not much he can do about that. That's the Lions' fault. But like you said, I mean, they showed his record, his his history, at the bottom of the screen he was kicking that last field goal. The man's missed what four field goals all season. 
I mean, I was, I, I knew it was over. It's just a matter of race and they're being nervous. But I liked how Panthers called the timeout when she's already ready to hike the ball. Like, oh, timeout, hang on. Think about that one just a little bit longer, if you would. <laughs> Yeah, th- there was there was a lot of stuff that that happened that free that that interception in the end zone that was really bad. I mean that was just uh, you know our defense not being where they had to be, but you know every other aspect of the game they were just the defense was kicking ass. And see, we have to really work on our offense, and that way you know the games wouldn't be cut so close the way that they are now. I, I gotta tell you though, you, I mean your defense was it was certainly strong, but I was more impressed by the offensive strength that the Patriots uh, threw out there at the very end because the defense I'm not sure. You know, Panthers are poking some holes in you guys there in, in the uh, in the backfield. I mean, I saw some pretty terrific uh, pass routes rush. There was nothing sneaky or tricky about it. Unlike unlike that little two point conversion, that was just sad. I mean, that, yeah, was, that was good. That was that was right out of the third point of contact. They pulled that, that was one. Good. <laughs> it was I have good. to admit that was just really really good. Yeah. It was good football, and they took the risk. Obviously, it was a big risk at that point in the game. Yeah, but they had to get it done, and that was the only way to to get it done at that point. Right. But nonetheless, a, a good game all, all the way around. Message. Yeah, I would have, I would have definitely preferred, you know, a, a bigger uh, <laughs> margin of error there. I mean, down to to one, you know, two points is just kind of scary. Yep. And <laughs> but hey, next year, hopefully, we'll get a better kicker, maybe a better quarterback. <laughs> get somebody in here like McNabb, who's not afraid of uh, getting tackled, like Tom Brady, pretty boy Tom Brady. Yep. He's more afraid of. Uh, of uh, getting caught without having combed his hair than, you know, <laughs> anything else. The guy's got to get on, you know, start making some runs, start taking some hits for his team. Do something, my goodness, right? Yeah, you got to do something, of course. Yeah. You can't just be pretty in, in the NFL. Hey, I wanted to tell you earlier to check out CNN during the uh, Super Bowl, and the reason I wanted you to hop over there at 8, 835 is there was a group, a nonprofit, independent, nonpartisan group, that uh, basically is I'm going to kind of switch gears here from football to the politics just real quick because you know I like to do that mm-hmm. um, but basically they're a non-profit non-partisan group who are basically completely against what President Bush and what Congress are doing as far as a spending package uh, you know escalating to beyond one trillion dollars and it just being a whole mess um, well, and, and I co- thought you were for all that homeland security and, and uh, well I am for <laughs> homeland security but I am not for irresponsible spending that's, that's but you know that whenever Bush gives money to the military, it's always grandiose. I mean, it's always like thirty billion dollars. It's not like he gives them, uh, you know, a, a reasonable amount. Yeah, but it's you understand. I was I was in the service. I, I saw some of the benefits of, the, of those tax dollars being spent. I can't t- I I can't tell you he's wasting it. I just I don't. He's not wasting it when he's you have you have the money to the military. It's usually because they really need it. If you want to maintain that sort of presence in the world, now I'm not saying that the presence we're occupying right now is right all the time. But if you want to maintain that kind of presence, you've got to have that kind of dollar backing you. But see, that's the thing. Other people disagree with maintaining the presence altogether. I mean, that money could be being used towards education. It could be used towards social programs. It could be used to better ends in the opinions of a lot of people. Oh, yeah, and I, I agree. They're, they're, I mean, look, we're still, in, uh, we're still in Bosnia. I was there in 97. What are we still doing there? That's we, what I mean. We have no purpose being there anymore. If they want to kill themselves, let them kill themselves. Ah. You can't. You can't save everyone. No, and, you can't. You, you got to make sure that you go in when you need to go in, and you get out when you need to go out. And I, personally, in my opinion, you know my politics. I don't. I don't agree. We should even be in Iraq. But you know, if 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 you go into a country like Bosnia and you just stay there, spending I don't know how many millions of dollars unnecessarily, then 
I would I would assume a lot of people, more people than would agree with me that they shouldn't be in Iraq, would agree that they need to pull out as well. Yeah, I mean, there's just like you said, there's so many places that we're not really making a difference anymore. We first went into Bosnia. I understand the point of why we did that. I, I understand why we did it. Do I agree with it? Mm, no. What was going on was horrible. It kind of goes back to you know, do we need to go into Iraq? Yeah, it all, it all comes down to where. I mean, me personally, I love the fact that but we went in there and stopped what was going on. Does it the United States as a policy's business to go do it? You start you start treading on a moral high ground that it's very dangerous to walk on because you're going to all of a sudden self-adopt every nation's problems by saying you're the peacekeepers of the world. But see, that's the thing. The America has never been known as the peacekeepers. They've been known to go in when it's of their own interest, and that's when they when they definitely occupy countries and do that sort of thing. They don't go in to help. I mean, if they were going to go in to help, they would have raided a lot of other countries a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, they could have raided El Salvador when the civil war is going on. And well, know, but I, the perfect would... example though is, is is Bosnia. What gain did we get from going into Bosnia? None. And so I guess that could be considered more of a peacekeeping mission. I mean, see, I think our intentions are true on some fronts, but on others, they may be a little skewed. That depends. That all depends on the president that's that's in office at the time, though. I mean, some are are more for, you know, like like you just said, keeping the peace and trying to be the the world's cop, and some are for financial gain. And I guess some people would agree that financial gain is more important than than. Uh, you have to you, you have to admit the smackdown we laid down over there in Iraq was impressive, whether you agree with it or not. Finding finding of one of the most tyrannistic, but we're the richest country in the world. I mean, yeah. we can buy anything we want. I mean, it's it, it's only a matter of money for us. It's not right. It, it's not oh, impressive yeah. when when you beat a dog. I mean, it's like it's easy to do, and it, it doesn't really. Well, no, I'm not necessarily saying admirable. that it was a big surprise that the U.S. did it. But I'm I'm mainly saying that we took one of the most tyrannistic men of the Middle East, as far as one of the most, as far as the one that commits the most number of atrocities. And I don't want to go into the whole political background, but the man who is that bad, morally that bad, and we end up pulling him out of a hole in the ground, saying, "Hey, it's over," because he could. I mean, Bin Laden, I think, is still out there running around, but we took Saddam and pulled him out of a hole and said, "Hey, look at this." I'm glad he's caught. And, and of course, this is like I said, this is personal, but that's that's basically because he's, he's he's such an evil man. But I don't I don't agree with the politics behind invading. I mean, if they would have asked me personally, do you want us? Should we invade? Then I would have said no. I don't think that it, it, it's it's right to do. And uh, but do you turn I, a blind I don't think eye for the right reasons? Right, but do you turn a blind eye as a nation to what was happening? I mean, that, that's I guess we do that for a lot of other nations. Right. Right, I, mean, and I think a lot of the times we do it for other nations because we don't want to end up in a Vietnam situation again. I think I, I have to admit, I think some of the choices in the past of where we've decided that we want to muddy the waters with our presence has been a little poor as far as you know hit and miss. But I think I think in general the policy of America to stop dictators or stop atrocities from happening has been been fairly sound. It's not perfect, but I think we're I think. And I think, in my opinion, if I were to, if I were to think about what we've done, I can go to bed knowing that you know we're doing something that's right, it's morally right, in regards to what side of the other side of the fence you're sitting on politically. I think it was the right thing to do. Whether the nation should have to pay for it or the what nation should have to back it, 
that's I don't know. It all comes back to what this nation is founded on. Is it founded on maintaining you know, status quo here in the states, or is it trying to make the world a better place? See, that, that, I'd have to agree with everything you just said there. I, I I do think that going into Iraq, if we were just going in just for the reasons of removing Saddam, I think would have been the right choice. But in that case, we do have to take on the rest of the world, like you just said. Otherwise, we just look hypocritical, and people will say, well, then, if we're doing this, why aren't we doing that? And they'd be right to say that, because we pick and choose our fights, and that really has mo- more to do with what we have to gain financially and not on a moral background. I mean, yes, you're right. Saddam was a bad man. Yes, he should have been removed. And uh, everyone's probably glad that he's out of power, including the Iraqi people. Right. But that doesn't mean that, you know, it justifies anything else. The ends don't justify the means. <clears throat> now, now, in your in your opinion, do you think that the United States' policy, foreign policy is better left as not having one? As saying, you know what, take care of our own, maintain our own, and don't go run into the aid of every third world country out there crying foul. I think that it's it, it should be one or the other. I think we should say we're going to leave everyone alone, let everyone handle their own business, or... It should be, we're going to be the global police, but in that case, we have to be a lot more morally conscious when we invade a country or when we choose not to invade a country. People of, of Cuba have been suffering forever, and they should have uh, the right, same right that Iraq had to be removed of their dictator. We should be in there as well. Yeah. Some people on the channel put there that we're, we're there for oil, and you and I have gone round and round about this in the past, but... Keep going back to the original point. We could have went and took that. Took, uh, took. We could have taken that oil back in uh, was it ninety two, and uh, we didn't. We pretty, it pretty doesn't much really had... matter whether we could have taken it or not. We're taking it now. If, like I said, if 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 you're I don't know if you've gotten gas thing. lately, but over here it's a buck fifty six a gallon for the cheap crap. I'm not sure yes. how kind of benefit we're getting from from Iraqi oil. We're not getting any benefits because Bush's buddies are filling their pockets with all the benefits. You do realize that. Oh, how you know, about the Halliburton nonsense? Oh, I got, I got work ticked for, off at that. <laughs> he used to work for, for oil companies. I mean, think about it. All his buddies are big oil men. And, and you don't think that has anything to do with such, such a big coincidence, don't you think? A man that's involved with oil goes after an oil country. Yeah, but i got to tell you, back before Bush and Cheney were even in the head honcho positions... I knew who Halliburton was when I was in Bosnia. I know who Brown Root is. I knew who Halliburton was. I know all those names. So Halliburton didn't just get created for Iraq. It's it's existed for a very long time. People were talking about some of the contracts going on. Halliburton is one of the most qualified U.S. contractors to go over and do that. I mean, I'm a general contractor. I cannot go to Iraq with that sort of logistical support as Halliburton can put out. Whether they've they've done some hokey stuff in the past with the fuel, yeah, I I really kind of got a sour taste after seeing what was going on with that. Um, of course, they they I, came. I'm be- just waiting for the the benefits the way that you just said. I want to see the gas go back to a buck a gallon. If it's real, if it's true that we're getting benefit from from getting the oil from there, and we are supposedly because we are we do control that. It's under U.S. control. It's on the news. We occupy all the the major oil uh, wells and and all the. Uh, distribution for the oil as well so if Saddam didn't have a chance to destroy the infrastructure that's oil for us where is our benefit where when do we expect that's why that's why I'm saying I don't think that I don't think that we are getting free oil from Iraq of course we are oh of course we are okay so we're we're just so what are we doing refilling the oil reserves we're controlling the distribution 
and we have control of the of the actual physical wells. Where's that oil going then? Well, it's being sold to the to the regular market, and the and the dollars are going back into pay for the contracts that are the, the rebuilding process. That's what it's going for. So it's it's our money. Right. It's, money, it's our money that's being spent there, and it's our money that's generating more money. When do we see the benefit of that? When are we going to get lower oil prices? Or is all that profit that they're, that they're getting from selling, obviously they're selling this oil to other countries, Yeah. where's that money going? It's going to pay for the contracts. You have to the look at it. You have, build? You have, we have to look at it from a standpoint of that's Iraqi's, that's Iraq's money in the first place. It's oh, their you oil. Think, you think that's actually happening? I do, yes. Okay, see, that's that's where we disagree. Because I don't really think that's happening. But what's my thing is, what's wrong with Halliburton getting multi-million or multi-billion-dollar contracts to rebuild over there? It's not like they, it's like the, the Halliburton Corporation is throwing that money in their mattress. They've got American the employees American with American are families the ones who are funding this war. Right, and the money's going like it or not. Right, but it's coming back into the U.S. That's oh what no, the it's thing. not coming back into the U.S. It's going into the pockets of Bush's buddies. Right, but who, the Bush's buddies employ people, people who are stayed stayed in the that, United that, States. That doesn't matter. What? You, how can you say it doesn't be, matter? If the American people fund this with money straight from their pocket, and it's being taken out of their checks weekly, then we should be able to see a benefit in that with at least. Lower gas prices. So what? We pay for the war, and then someone else gets the money. I mean, how does that make any sense? Oh, it's back in the American economy. Yeah, it's back in the pockets of the American people who fought, who, who gave the money for the the authority to start the war to begin with, but funded with the American people's money. Damn, I'm still trying to think that one through. Hang on. But it. <laughs> So you're saying it is going back to the United States, then? It's come. It's going into a certain select few of people's pockets. It's not going into everyone's pocket. It's not coming back to me. So when Joe Bag of Donuts, who's, who's yeah. a carpenter doing work over in Iraq, is being paid. Is he one of those select few individuals? Or okay, is it- okay. You're talking about a carpenter versus the CEO of this company who's getting the actual multi-billion dollar checks. So this carpenter is getting paid. Yeah, what? but he has to pay payroll. Oh, okay, he's got to pay payroll, and you don't think a lot of that is profit? And he has to pay material suppliers. And, and, and have we not known to be frivolous in military spending? How do we know that's not happening now? I mean, didn't the military spend twenty thousand dollars on a coffee machine? I, I I don't remember. I mean, personally, I've never spent twenty thousand dollars on a no, coffee no, no, machine. No, no, no. I don't. I don't mean you personally. I mean, this was on the news. This was everywhere. Yeah. Twenty grand 20, for a coffee 20 machine. Twenty grand for a coffee machine. That's now what, right. Because he, now, what kind of coffee machine was it? <laughs> it was it's a coffee machine to go on a quote unquote airliner, and when they they investigated it, it was just a regular coffee machine that was fitted with some screws so you could tighten it down. Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's right. awful. That's what that goes back to the whole thing paying ten thousand dollars for a hammer or a toilet seat, or wasn't that the whole thing about the White House yeah. buying crap? I was like, ha ha. You're right. I I mean, that that, I I, that all goes in there. I mean, there's, I mean, I think there's always going to be people who take advantage of the system, but I can't think by default you have to say they all are either. I'm not saying that by default it, they are right now. All I'm saying is that if that money is funded for, the money for the war was paid for by the American people, the American people should see a direct benefit at least, considering at, that at a the lot gas of them bunch. didn't even want to go into the war. Right. They should see a benefit for having donated their, their hard-earned money. For the you know their paychecks weekly. I agree. I, I just hope that hopefully, hopefully that 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 result happens sometime soon because I'm getting sick of paying for more gas. Yeah. 
who wants to pay a you know a buck sixty, a buck seventy for gas? That's that's absurd considering uh, all the oil we're pulling out of there now. But that's Not to mention all the millions of dollars, billions of dollars in profits that we're making from selling it on the open market. Right. Now the other thing that has also ties into this is OPEC. I mean, our our entire reliance on foreign oil is about sixty-seven percent. Uh, the amount of oil we actually pull out of Iraq, if the United States is buying Iraqi oil, which I'm not sure they are or not, um, as you know, as a nation in general, or the actually the oil industry is buying from Iraq itself. Uh, generally, we buy directly from OPEC, so I think Iraq might be selling it to OPEC. But at that point, OPEC gets to set the price, and I'm not sure if OPEC's really behaving right now either. They may they also may be playing games message. as far as how much they're charging for the oil. I just don't understand how you assume that the 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 oil is under the control of the Iraqi people. At this point, there's an, still an American occupation in Iraq, and unless you see on the news tomorrow that you they've all pulled message. out and it's only the Iraqi troops patrolling and policing that country, then I think right now it's fair to say that the the oil is under the control of the United States. All the distribution. And all the physical oil wells are under the control of the United States. So for to, to say that they're under the control of the Iraqi people and the Iraqi people are selling it, I don't know how that makes any sense. Well, I mean, it's it's originally their oil. I think we may have some say as far as the price we sell to OPEC at. But, I mean, Iraq is not personally loading the stuff on tankers and shipping it out. They're selling it to OPEC, and then OPEC sells it to the, the world market. Because Iraq doesn't have the infrastructure to sell to the open market. Iraq doesn't have the infrastructure right now to police its own country, which is why we're in there. That's right. And, and, and that's and something else I disagree with, with, with this whole hurry up and get a government in there before re-election. That, I, that kind of bothers me, too. Why is that? I think it's going to take a whole lot longer than June to set up a, a stable government in Iraq. And it seems, I can't remember where it was, but I heard that George Bush's uh, goal is to have that thing rock and roll by June. That's not going to happen. That's never going to happen. Not, not only that... <laughs> Is the U.S. going to be comfortable to just say they're going to pull out? There's, the U.S. at this point in, in the history of the human race, the U.S. will never fully pull out of Iraq because they now have a stake in it. And they, they, there's no way that they could say, okay, we're now going to pull out and then have the Iraqi people assassinate whoever they put in for president yeah. and go back to the, the old ways of dictatorship. So right now, as it stands, the U.S. has a permanent occupation of Iraq. And for them to say now that the Iraqi people are doing this and the Iraqi people are doing that, they're not doing anything. The only thing the Iraqi people are doing is taking orders from the U.S. It's going to be a slow process. I mean, even the rebuilding of Germany took, like, what, three and a half years? They finally had that done right. But Bush is fast-tracking this thing to get a vote by June. And that, that that's ridiculous. I think that's even going to exist. I agree with you right there, and I mean the the whole thing with them unveiling, you know, that they caught Bin Laden and, I, and them saying that, you know, I, I've heard that a lot of uh, liberals are saying, oh, he caught, you know, Bin Laden a long time ago, and that he's just waiting for uh, the right time to release him for political reasons, and that makes a lot of sense considering Bush, and I and I, you know, I think I have a pretty good handle. Of the well, guy. if that were the case, we never would have released that we caught Saddam. We would have, we would have said, "Hey, we caught him!" Like a week before election, it would have been a big blue ha ha, and we would have he would have gotten reelected. I don't think that's actually the case. Well, Bin Laden is the is the big bad guy here. Nobody nobody even believes that we had any reason to go into into uh, Iraq for reasons of weapons of mass destruction anymore. I mean, I was watching it on Fox News today. You know, your channel, SciTech, and they're saying that. 
you know, people are now losing confidence in the president because he said he went in for weapons. There was infinite no. Like, like, oh, the president doesn't have now time has to, watch to TV. Hannity, I think it was, now has to pass the buck to the CIA and say it was their fault. Well, who hires the head of the CIA when they become a president? Who hires the head of the FBI? Who hires the heads of all these intelligence agencies right. when they're reelect when they're elected? So now what? He's going to pass the buck to the CIA? Oh well, you had unreliable intelligence. Who hired them? Who has them there? Who has these 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 right? Uh, but at the same time, the director of the CIA isn't actually out there hot footing the leads and anything either. So you can't necessarily blame the person who they were appointed. And you can go back and say, look, all the the legal decisions made in the United States by appointed judges and that were crappy. You can't blame the president president that appointed them. I mean, you could, but would it make sense to could. do it? No, at the <laughs> of course it could. You could. That that's like that's like saying you know a, a coach gets a bad player and you made a bad move. And True. Then I, say, I, I could, oh well, I, then it's not his fault. I, I, I can agree with you there. I, I guess if you if you look at it that way, that that's that's one. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I mean, it is ultimately their responsibility. Of course, the, so, he's the commander in chief. For him to say I made a mistake is for him to say I'm incompetent. Yep. Hey, I'm gonna he pass this thing off to Rocker in about two minutes. So I just wanted to give you a heads up there in case you're ready to go into our tirade. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not going to do that. So if you want to fade out into a song or whatever, you know, this is a side tech show. Well, yeah, and, and it's it's okay. nice it's nice to be back. I think I've, uh, yeah. Well, it's got it's good to have you back, man. I think I think I, I, think I maintained. I mean, I just I checked on my first knowledge was 48. I just checked it again; it's 47. So we've only lost one listener, one cold-hearted yeah, person out there can't stand listening to me. Too bad for you. It's your loss. It's too bad that you didn't get on when we had when we had uh, about like sixty two. Oh, you know, I really wanted people to hear you too. It would have it would have definitely drawn them to the station afterwards. Now they probably think it's a station that only aired the the Super Bowl, <laughs> and they're not gonna they're not gonna check back again, unfortunately. But well, those are the people from Chowcast. Yeah, they're, they're a finicky crowd. You gotta watch mm-hmm. them. They are. They uh-huh. they you know they go to one station one day and another station another. They're not very loyal, but hey. I wanted to them hear you, I wanted them to hear your show. Damn it! Uh, By golly! Hey, yeah, also <laughs> CPU threw something in the channel there earlier uh, about the fact that when we f- figure out alternative fuel su- fuel source that they, <laughs> we're going to leave all these uh, Middle Eastern countries alone. They'll go back to blowing each other up. That's true. That's I mean, so I mean, do you think the United States have as much of an interest? I mean, yeah, your big thing is we went in there for oil. Yes, that's partially true because we went in there to stabilize the region which controls the oil source. But yeah, if we found alternative oil supply, you're not going to see a bit of sand in our boots for decades. Yeah, it'll never happen. And, and the way I see it now, which is what actually makes me really angry about this whole deal, is the fact that they're trying to maintain the control of a, of a supply that's limited. And everyone knows that oil is limited, and everyone knows that oil is going to run out in the next 20 years. If if they do this, of course they're, they're going to they're going to maintain a monopoly on a supply and demand chain that's just going to get more and more profitable for them and once it runs out then they can unveil this new form of you know alternative alternative fuel technology which is what we should be doing now and concentrating on now and funding now oh yeah because if we have that now yeah who cares about the oil i agree i, I am, i'm completely behind it there i think we we have got to get away from this foreign uh, uh reliance on you know foreign fuel supplies, whether it be oil yeah, or whatever. And who cares if people have SUVs if they're running on hydrogen? They're not polluting the planet anymore. Right. The only problem is, so and they, they're well, working on because SUVs. I, right. I, I mean, because I I read my science magazines all the time. We're we're getting better and better at, at, at making hydrogen for vehicles, but the process right now, the most efficient 
bulk way of creating hydrogen is still by using fossil fuels to do it, and that's yeah. that's still the wrong answer. But they're getting yeah. there. All right, man, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to wrap the show up here real quick, but I appreciate the call. Okay, man. Go Good Patriots. Show. Good show. Yeah, go Patriots. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. That was Infinite Dark calling, the uh, station leader of their Crystal Dawn Radio. We're going to fade the show out here. I'm going to let Rocker back on the line here. We're a little bit of Future Grass for you guys. Check them out at futuregrass.net. We'll see you all next Sunday. Thank you.